welcome to Folly It Is For Lovers. I'm Erin Fraser. And I'm Ed Bones. In this episode, we're returning to the career of Yash Chopra with two iconic mid-70s blockbusters. First up, the first film to ever carry the Yash Raj film's name. 1973's Dog, starring Rajesh Khanna, Sharmila Tagore, and Rocky in an adaptation of Thomas Hardy's The Mayor of Casterbridge. Then Diwar, the acclaimed 1975 crime drama in which Amitabh Bachchan and Shashi Kapoor play brothers on opposite sides of the law. Before we begin, we would like to respectfully acknowledge that we record this podcast on Treaty 6 territory, home to First Nations and Métis people. Matt, we are once again talking about the iconic Yash Chopra on this podcast. Feels like we just watched a whole documentary about the guy. <laughs> yes, we've uh, discussed his work um, on many of our past episodes. We've discussed Itafak, Kalapatar. We did an episode on two of his films with frequent guest Manish Mathur. He's watched a lot of them. I know that much. Yeah, m- maybe he's watched them all. We're, we're not sure. Um, Manish, let us know. We've discussed Dilta Pakal High, Silsala. We've never discussed Chandani. Yeah, we haven't watched that one. Yeah. And now we're... We watched Veer Zara as well. Mm-hmm. And Cabby Cabby. I don't know if we talked. Veer Zara Did was... Did we talk about Veer Zara? Veer Zara was with Manish. We also yeah, right, right. Hey, yes. Of course, yeah. Uh, we also discussed Cabby Cabby. Uh, and I'm getting sure... up there. I think we've seen half of his films. We've Yeah, we're, we're getting there. Um, but there's still many that, uh, you know, we've been trying to watch and haven't been able to access. That's mm-hmm. kind of, uh, you know, a recurring theme on this show uh, that, you know, we are always looking for, especially a lot of these classic movies uh, with good transfers and good subtitles, and they're not always available. Yeah. And so it's exciting that we are finally able to say, we're finally able to discuss on this show Divar, the iconic 1975 Amitabh Bachchan blockbuster. In our last episode in the outro, I said it kind of, you know, originated the angry young man persona, but it's not that it originated it. That was a, I misspoke. Um, a listener reached out to, to let me know, which I appreciate. It popularized um, it. Well, it cemented it. Sure. Uh, Sanjir from 1973 is... He's a cop in that one, though. You can't be a rebel if you're a cop. Well, here's the thing, Matt. Zangir is another film that we've never been able to I know, see. but I believe he's a cop. I would love to see Zangir. Listeners, let me know, but I'm pretty sure he's a cop. Uh, anyways, um, that's the film that originates the Angry Young Man persona, but uh, we'll get to it. Divar cements the Angry Young Man persona. That's and a good way of it, saying it. It builds on 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 that, and, and then surely further further cements it into, you know, until he's the biggest, the biggest star in Bollywood. Yeah, um, and we watched the Netflix documentary about him too. Yes, yeah, we we also discussed uh, the Romantics, uh, the Netflix's four part docu series about Yash Raj films, uh, and you know we we released a, an interview with the director. So mm-hmm. uh, we're back with more Yash Chopra content, and we we have two two important films. As I said, we've already kind of tipped our hat to why D Bar is important. Uh, but Dog is the first film that Yash Chopra independently produced himself. These mm-hmm. are two kind of um, career-defining moments in Chopra's career, and he had a lot of career-defining moments. It almost seems like most of his moments were career-defining. <laughs> He's a bit like, I, I was trying to think of like the Western equivalent of just kind of a director. Coppola, maybe? Well, a director who every decade kind of redefines the industry. Uh, I I think it's probably Spielberg. Yeah. You know, just like, Spielberg yeah. is still having career-defining yeah. moments. Spielberg is much more popular than Coppola, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now... We chose Dag partly because it was available to us. <laughs> yes. Uh, we would have really... Listeners would be curious to know why we choose half of our movies. It's because we can. We would have really liked to have seen 1978's Trishel, mm-hmm. uh, another... Celine we did Kevin. find it, yes. but no subs. Yes, we did find it, no subs. Uh, so, unfortunately, unless we brought over our friend Rashmi to speaks Hindi to live interpret the film for us. For three hours. For three hours. Uh, we weren't going to be able to see it, which is too bad because, yeah, that's another Salim Javed film with Shashi Kapoor and Amitabh Bachchan. So it would have been nice to talk about with Divar. Um, but I think, I think I'm, I'm pretty excited to talk about Dog. 
Yeah, there's. Yeah. I think it's our first Rajesh Khanna like main star type picture. Um, we've seen him in other roles, but like this is the first kind of like marquee one that we've seen mm-hmm. for him. So he's an interesting figure in between, you know, your Shami Kapoor's, your Dilip Kumar's earlier, like the kind of the guy who's the guy at the mm-hmm. time. Well, he was an Idafak, but. Yeah, we we haven't dipped too much and Anang, but we haven't dipped too much into into his career that much. Yeah. yeah. It feels like maybe Amitabh Bachchan shows up and kind of blows him out of the water, unfortunately, <laughs> but yeah, we'll see what you think. Mm-hmm. He reminded me of Edward James almost once he puts on this uh a very real-looking mustache. Mhm. So dog, which means stain. Uh, or smear. I smear. liked I liked the translation of stain. Better. I think it said shame too in the subs. Yeah. Yeah. But that sort of idea of like someone's reputation. Mm-hmm. Uh came out in nineteen seventy-three, directed by Yes Chopra, obviously. Stars with Jeshkana, Sharmila Tagore, Rocky, Prem Chopra, Manmohan Krishna, and Iftakar rapidly ascending the ranks of like my guys that I like. He's always a cop for the most part, mm-hmm. usually investigating our main character, but yeah, I like him. Uh, this is based on a Thomas Hardy book, The Mayor of Casterbridge, which intellectually I knew this going in, but then I completely forgot until I read the notes. Um, now you're the English major here. Tell us about Thomas Hardy, Matt. Okay, so Thomas Hardy, kind of a miserablist. <laughs> All of his stories are very depressing. Um, 19th century guy. I think proto-Victorian. He's around like the kind of beginning of that time. I know they all take place in kind of a fictional area of England. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's a northern England guy. Uh, English people, it's very funny that they have all these different parts of England that apparently matter. (laughs) But their whole country is like the size of our province. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like... Yeah, it's Northern England, kind of more farmy, more working class. I've always said that Thomas Hardy writes CAD awareness pieces. Yeah. So the one that I read, quotation marks, is uh, Tess of the D'Urbervilles, which I read about a third of, and I had to present at like a graduate seminar. No, I was not in grad school, but like this week we're kind of like combined with grad school just to kind of give us uh, BA students mm-hmm. a little bit of that. And I, I, did, did, I had to do that in a class where- You did watched, with librarians, didn't you? N- yes, but then I also did it in comparative literature class where we got to watch Dothe Gazaman. Mm, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, for this class, I read about a third of the book and it presented for about half an hour. Um, no recollection of these events, but I think it went pretty well. <laughs> Um, and then I never read Thomas Hardy again. Found it very depressing. You've seen the film Test, though. No, I haven't. Oh, you haven't? Oh, no. it's good. It looks like a real bummer. It's good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other work of his I'm familiar with is Far From the Madding Crowd. Mm-hmm. Again, because I've seen two movies based on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I know nothing about the Mayor of Casterbridge. Do you know? I read it. I read on Wikipedia that it was like a popular one. Yeah. <laughs> Considered I mean, one of his best. This. When we get into the story, like Rajesh Khanna's whole thing does kind of feel like a late 19th century novel with a bunch of like twists and turns yeah. and then, oh, you're the mayor now. I will say he doesn't seem like as much of a cad as I would expect from Thomas Hardy. No, the cad is the the rapist guy. Oh, okay. That guy's the cad because he has lots of money and he's like, yeah. I can buy any girl I men, want. Men, again, based on the films I've seen, yeah. based on Thomas they don't come Hardy off great. books, is that like... Men are just terrible to women in, in Hardy's world. Yeah, yeah, I mean, most novels should probably give you that impression. I will say, like, reality can give you that impression. Tamara Drew is probably like a more upbeat adaptation of Hardy than anything else I've seen, but that's just because it's like a comedy set in modern time. Is that based on the comic? Yeah. I'll just get into the story after one more data point. Uh, Chopra is the first independently produced film. So this is, yeah, Yash Raj Films, mm-hmm. which went on to make War. <laughs> so yeah, and they, <laughs> it went from this all the way to homoeroticism and explosions. It's obviously been a while since we watched The Romantics, and I don't remember them talking about Dog too much. Um, but it does come up. This is the first film that Yash Chopra produced himself, and it was, you know, a big risk. People did not know if this was going to be successful. This could have kind of tanked his career. Like, 
Coppola going out and creating American Zoetrope. Yeah, um, I mean, though, but... like, people make production companies, right? Like, it's a risk, sure, but, like, it's just in the, in, because of Yashraj films becoming such a big deal later on that this is kind of important, right? Well, no, like, I think, I think they, like, people did not know if this was going to hit or not. Hmm. You know, I think, I think it was a risk. I think they were worried it could flop when they, you know, put all their money into it. Hmm. You know, I mean, it's early 1970s Bollywood. I mean, obviously there are other, there were other filmmakers before Yash Chopra who, you know, established their own production companies. Guru Dutt, right? Yeah. 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 Raj Kapoor. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, Shepard, you know, initially started out um, with family connections and kind of was branching out on his own. Anyways, my point is to say that I don't remember them talking so much about the content of the film in the show, but just, you know, the risk that Chopra was taking and then it totally paid off. Yeah. Um, so even at this time, like in the books that I've read, like the Dawn book and a few other ones, people are very insistent on like box office yeah. celebrating jubilees, like the industry probably by virtue of being so small and kind of ruled by various families. Like it's the filmy fraternity, right? And everyone kind of gets together to celebrate big things. Mm -hmm. So I guess maybe there's more of a, I hesitate to say stigma, but everyone's kind of pulling together. Mm -hmm. You don't really hear about a lot of rivalries apart from like actors, but the production people all seem to kind of get along mm -hmm. or from, you know, when the mob gets involved. But anyway, that's beyond the point. Uh, so this was nominated for seven Filmfare Awards, including Best Film, Best Actor, Best Actress. It won Best Director and Supporting Actress for Rocky, presumably. Mm -hmm. She was great, actually. I, I think she was my favorite part of the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, this was a super hit at the box office. Yes. Um, so this takes place somewhere up north. I'm going to say maybe Shimla, my favorite place for a film to be. Um, and we find Rajesh Khanna and Sharmila Tagore uh, as a young couple, age indeterminate. <laughs> Because I wouldn't say that Rajesh Khanna looks especially youthful, but I'm guessing they're supposed to be in their late teens, early 20s. Yeah. Um, I thought this was going to come up more, but, like, he has no family. Mm -hmm. He's he's essentially an orphan, and so is she. Uh, she lives with her aunt and uncle, but, like, his he just says, yeah, I don't have a family. And that's all we ever get. I thought maybe that might come up. Secret family. You get that a lot. But no. Well, I mean, Secret Family does come up. Secret Family does come up, but in a fun, different way. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, he wants to get married to Sharmila. Sh uh, obviously, everyone does, like you would. Uh, ask the uncle and aunt to marry her. This goes fine. Uh, they get on a plane and go down south to a job that he's lined up. And wouldn't you know it, the son of the guy who... Uh, I like how he says this... This goes fine. It doesn't go fine. They don't want her to get married again. Briefly. Yeah. The, the mother for like about 10 minutes is kind of not into it, but then she meets him. They have a whole a whole song that they perform in front of a group of tourists, I think. Yeah. <laughs> At a festival? This is a three-hour movie, though. Like, that's 10 minutes of the movie. Is like, should they get married? Yeah, eventually it's yes. It was like two and a half hours. Anyways. Sure. Anyway, they get to this new job, and the <laughs> owner's son is the cad of which you're speaking of with regards to Thomas Hardy. Mm -hmm. uh, he tries to rape her, and Rajesh kind of has to bust in. They get in a big fight, and this guy accidentally dies in a very funny way. Mm -hmm. He falls on a pickaxe, which pierces his chest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rajesh Khanna goes to jail. Um, time but on his way to jail. Well, no, no. I'm, I'm saying the time is very like fluid in this movie. It actually kind of reminds me of Itifak in that sense, mm. where like the trial and investigation and all that stuff. It could take a month. It could take a day and a half. It's really unclear. Mm -hmm. I really liked Itifak using that shadow play to kind of do this, yeah. whereas in this one, Iftikhar is just nabs him right away. Um, and yeah, he's put in a, uh, a paddy wagon to get taken away to jail. And then, uh, the paddy wagon gets hit by lightning. <laughs> this seems like another 19th century novel sort of contrivance. Mm. Um, and Rajesh Khanna escapes and, um, I mean, spoiler alert for a 50 odd year old movie. He starts a new life with a new wife. Yeah. 
And Shamira but we don't we don't find that out right away. Yeah, Shamila Tagore. It is presumed he has died. Yeah, Shamila Tagore. She uh, um, becomes a teacher, and she, she's pregnant. She's pregnant. She's got uh, Rinku, the baby, and yeah, she makes friends with uh, Rocky, who uh, after Shamila gets kicked out of this school for having a child out of wedlock and being married to a murderer <laughs> yeah uh she i mean probably... she doesn't have the child out of wedlock it's more the, the scandal about her husband's past but yeah 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 uh, anyway she loses her job and then becomes sort of rocky's living nanny um runs into rajesh Khanna, and and they're... then di- yeah then discovers that rocky is married to rajesh Khanna. her husband yeah has not d- passed away yes he yeah, I was trying to flirt around that because it's a spoiler, but it is oh. a fifty-year-old movie. Uh, so, and if you listen to us, you've probably seen this or probably have seen this coming. Um, but yeah, then the story kind of becomes like, can this guy who's married to two girls is that going to work? Bigamy. Yeah. Um, what a scandal, bigamy. Well, there's a. Um, I think it's Mr. and Mrs. Uh, is it Mr. Shri Four Twenty or is one of those? Raj Kapoor films, which I believe is about Hindu um, uh, multiple marriages, mm. and for Muslim uh, men as well, it was you know legal for a while to have multiple marriages too. Mm-hmm. So it's not entirely impossible. Mm-hmm. Maybe by 1973 it had been legislated away, but like there is a precedent for having more than one wife. But oh, yeah. uh, we find out. Like, Khan, the writer of uh, our next film. Yeah. <laughs> than one way. Yeah. So like things proceed as you would expect. Yeah. This guy's got a secret life. Um Charmelle's gotta deal with it. Rocky's like, you should hang out with my husband more. I think you'd get along. Like, yeah, we know. <laughs> they get along really well. Well and also Rocky has a daughter, yeah. Pinky. Pinky. But Charmila Tagore has a son. Yeah. Who's Rinku? Who's and you, you know, you know that the, the father wants a son, and now he, and he has a son. So Free son. <laughs> but who's who's Pinky's dad? Good question. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's kind of it's kind of reductive to actually even describe the plot of these movies because this well, is more of a vibe. You should be yeah, more on the sort of I, melodrama soap opera vibe. Well, exactly. I don't think the twists in terms of of the plot are necessarily the thing that's really interesting here. Um, what what really makes this film the is, clothes? Oh yes, like <laughs> it's just are these performances mm-hmm. and and the melodrama that just kind of heightened space of it all. You know, and this is a, I, I do think this is a fascinating love triangle because no one is presented as being wrong. Everyone no. is kind of presented as having done. They did the, the best right with thing. what they had. Yeah. 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 So, you know, like Rajesh Khanna is not. Um, he did. He, he does get some other guy killed. <laughs> but <laughs> who, he's, not, who he's handcuffed but to. But the film, the film doesn't. Um, shame him in any way for, you know, this scandal of bigamy. Um, we, we know he's unjustly accused. I mean, sure, he did murder this guy. Well. But he was defending Sharmila's honor. Yes. Basically, the, the, the court is like, there's a bunch of money all over the place. So, obviously, mm-hmm. he tracked this guy down and wanted to steal the money. But, like, they could have fingerprinted the safe. <laughs> Yeah. Or fingerprinted the money and noticed that he didn't touch any of it. But, like, again, like, when you... That fight scene is also very funny. When you apply, like, this logic to a story like this, it's, yes. it's going to fall apart. But And what I think is more interesting is just kind of the interplay of this love triangle and how, you know, again, like, Sharmila Tagore has done the best that she can. Rocky, like, everyone... Rocky has found herself in a tough situation and has done the best she can Every single one of these characters has... Um, Rajesh Khanna locks out so many times. Ta- I mean, well, and look at his wives. Yeah. <laughs> He's but definitely like, a lucky man. He gets hit by lightning, no problem. <laughs> Escapes from the law a couple times. Yeah. Meets like, a rich old man. Meets a rich old man. A who husband had, for his daughter. Yeah, like he has a lot of pretty lucky, uh, yeah. <laughs> lucky scrapes along the way. But everyone has kind of these things in their past that maybe 
they should quote unquote feel ashamed of. Um, but they're, they're, they're just very tragic backstories and they all kind of rise above it. Yeah. Um, it is one of those, again, one of those stories you see a lot where a simple like two minute conversation would fix every problem, but like, then you don't have a story. Yeah. Like if Rocky then explains you have any melodrama. Yeah. If Rocky explains just one fact, then everyone wins. Yeah. So like, it's, it's not the sort of uh, story for someone who really likes to pick apart plot details. Well, but the thing is, is like, you know, it's, it's the vibes. Yeah. And, and I think like it's based on a classic novel. So you're not, I, I just don't really think you can expect, uh, you know, that you can't figure out the plot as you're watching it. It's like, I mean, it's all telegraphed mm -hmm. pretty, pretty clearly before things are revealed. But yeah, what you're here for is, is that melodramatic tension yeah. between these characters. What you're here for is not what is the truth, but how is the truth going to come out? How are yeah. they going to react when the truth comes out? Yes. And how I'm, will the heterosexual union be reunited? Yes. As my Marxist film prof would say. And I think it's held together by like these really strong performances, especially from Sharmila Sagor and Rocky. I think they, Yeah. Um, I know this was released kind of at like the height of Rajesh Khanna's career, which is probably another reason why, yeah, Chopra should have been confident in this gamble. Yeah. Um, but you know, the movie industry is fickle. Mm -hmm. uh, but I really do think that like those, those two performances um, from the two women just like really um, elevate this. Like I, I didn't feel, I mean, I guess, yeah, it's like based on a classic novel, but something like this could easily feel kind of like tawdry or, yeah. you know, like soap opera-y. Yeah. yeah, or so, soap opera-y, um, but you know. It could be more like Douglas Sirky. But it is Douglas Sirky, I'd say. But it I doesn't mean, lean all the way into that. It has no. really cool locations, though. Like, I, I thought no. the sets were actually really well designed. Like, I, I mean, I do want to go back to what you're saying about Snoop, though, because, like, Yash Chopra is one of the greatest directors of, of melodrama, um, yeah. as is Cirque. But Cirque has a level of camp mm -hmm. that I don't think you have in, in Chopra. Chopra. I think you're supposed really, to take this straight. Yeah, I think you, yeah, you really take things straight in Chopra in a way that, like... I'm not intended. Yeah. Um, in a way that, like, I think Cirque has a wink. Um, so, so for people... Cirque is at a remove, I think. He's trying to be kind of distant. Well, and, and again, that, that wink. I'm just thinking of, like, how crazy the story of Magnificent Obsession is, where it's like, maybe you could, def you could have an obsession with helping. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's a whole story somehow. So for for listeners who might not be familiar, Douglas Sirk is a uh, German director who made a uh, he made a lot of films in Hollywood. You know, because he had to flee Germany. Something happened uh, in Germany around 1939 <laughs> to 1945, and a lot of people left. Uh, and he made check a out the film The Wall if you want to <laughs> learn more. <laughs> He made a lot of classic melodramas. Probably the most famous one is Written on the Wind with uh, Rock Hudson and Lauren Bacall and Dorothy Malone. I think I like Imitation of Life the best. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're some of my favorite movies and one of the reasons why I fell in love with melodrama. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's why we're making this this comparison between Chopra and Cirque because I think they're probably two of the most well-known directors to work in this space and to really kind of treat the women's picture as um as art and, yeah. and something to be taken seriously a lot of pastels too in both of them yes but that yes. might be more 1950s 1960s 1970s interior design yeah and there's like there's such a lushness to to the sets and to the costumes in in this film. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I I really liked it. It's very good. What did you think of Rajesh Khanna? Because I like we'd seen him a couple times. In fact, he is actually giving a lot. 
because mm-hmm. he's being accused of murder and lots of skullduggery going on. But in this one, he's almost a little too muted for me. Mm. Like, he has survived a crazy adventure. And then he just settles down, and for five years, he's got a wife. Like, it's, I could see why Amitabh Bachchan shows up and the angry young man, and it blows this kind of acting out of the water. Mm. Because he's very kind of genteel. Even when he's punching somebody, it's like he's doing a lot of flips and uh, throwing himself at people, but like, he doesn't seem that angry. Mm -hmm. When he's fighting the rapist, like, Amitabh Bachchan would want to tear this guy in half. Mm-hmm. And Kana is just keeping it cool. Well, I think there's something really classical about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're as there's like I mean, if we're going to compare him to Bakjan and especially the performance that we're about to discuss, there's a there's a rawness mm-hmm. to Bakjan, whereas I think there's a more kind of yeah dignified classicism. Like I'll to, punch you, but I'm gonna. You know, to Rajesh Khanna. Um, and we should probably do a Rajesh Khanna episode at some point to understand that like, we've discussed many of his films. Yeah, what's his deal? Um, but we've never really dug into his who he is as a performer. Yeah. Um, and so, despite the fact that I, you know, we've seen many performances, I don't really know if I can, if I can, if I can say that I don't. Can't put Rajesh our finger on his deals. Shami Kamara, you see immediately, like, ah, oh, he's sort of like John Candy, but sexy. <laughs> Sure. Or sexier. Yeah. <laughs> sure. You see it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And Shashi, get it. I get yeah. it. Amitabh, I get it. Yeah. Rajesh, Kana, I need a bit more time to understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sharmila Tagore, I get it immediately. <laughs> yeah. She's great at crying. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. What more do you need? Mm-hmm. And Rocky, I remember seeing her in a few other movies. And I remember really liking her, and I thought her name was cool, too, so I've always kind of remembered her. Mm-hmm. And as the sort of, I don't even know if you would call her the other woman, but the one who's, like, the most innocent in the whole situation, I thought she's pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, if people, so this is available on Amazon Prime, uh, a lot of the Yash Chopra, the Yash Raj films uh, are a lot more available because they've struck streaming deals. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all on Netflix for a while. Yeah, they're all on Amazon Prime now, but The Romantics is on Netflix. Uh, so, you know, it just depends on who they've struck the st- streaming deal with. Um, so, unfortunately, it's harder to access the Yash Chopra films that he didn't produce. Um, but it is interesting to kind of see uh, kind of the, the difference between, um, you know, films like these romantic films like like this and Lamhe and Chandani versus the more quote unquote work for hire stuff that he he did with like Divar and Trishal. Uh Kalapatar is a um Yashraj films and Trimutri films um I guess co-production. Like they both released it. Interesting. Uh, so I think that's still my favorite one. Kalapatar? Veer, yeah, Veer Zara's up there though. Hmm. I don't know. Like, I really like Silsila. I really like Dar. Dar's my favorite. What am I saying? I love Dar. Dar's great. I love Dar. Um. But yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great to see some of these these films that he did. Aside from from Dav, the earliest film we've seen from him that he directed is Itafak. Um. So it'd be nice to see. The stuff that he did beforehand. Admi or Insan walked. I'd really love to see walked. Because... That's the four the four star picture that was. Yeah. They brought that up a lot in the romantics. Yeah. Just sort of the first big one that has so many stars in it. Yeah. And he did a couple a couple before walked as well. So it'd be nice to kind of be able to to fill in those gaps to kind of see the development of this this style mm-hmm. um, because this feels a lot like the later stuff we'd see. But I do kind of see kind of the the movement from Itafact to this. Yeah. You know, especially with kind of Rajesh Khanna's uh, character, his like wrongly accused, misunderstood character at the center of things. Like Itafact is far more of like kind of a Hitchcockian thriller. Yeah. Um, and this is a bit more, like this is, 
grander. It's full of bigger it's a big emotions. Novel. Yes. Like a grand epic novelty. Yeah. But you can you can see kind of I think how you would get from point A to point B. Yeah. I think it it makes sense to me that it's the same it's the same director. Yeah. I can kind of see the connection. Yeah, it's good. But can we see the connection to Divar? Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, we're going to discuss that next. Um, but first, it's time for interval. What are we listening to, Matt? You picked the song. Nime Yamanana Ni from Dog. Uh, this is the song where uh, Rajesh Khan is about to become the mayor and they're having a big mm-hmm. party, and these two dancers come up, and I thought it just had a fun beat. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of like ballads in this movie, and I can't say I loved all the songs, but I really like this one. I like uh, the one with her and Rinku at the school. That was fun. That was fun. Uh, People on Letterboxd agree with me, though. Like, I hope she's not a science teacher, because, like, the question is, how, how does the wind work? Like, I think we knew in episode three, right? Like, you don't need to just kind of be mystified about how that works. So, and so that's, that's... Hopefully she's the art teacher. I think she was, like, a singing teacher. Yeah, I, I thought it was, like, music. So that's, that's not... That's why we're not playing that one. Yeah, because we do know how the wind works. Yeah, we don't want to... We don't want to be spending false information. Yeah, but uh, this one's fun. <laughs> okay. So that was Ni Main Yar Manana Ni from Dog. That's a bit of a that's a bit of a tongue twister. Yeah. What's making it more difficult for me to say the name of this song, which I literally just watched the song and heard how it was pronounced. But I keep thinking Ramayama Vasavaya from uh, um, which is in Juwan, mm. which we not talking about today. But that's such a good and catchy song that it's been stuck in my head for a week. Oh. When I when I read this, I'm thinking of Manana, yeah. <laughs> the Manana me. Yeah, the the guys from the Muppets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm low key always thinking about the Muppets. So I know. Yeah. Uh, Divar. It means wall. Or the wall. Came out in 1975. Directed by Yash Chopra, obviously. Stars: Amitabh Bachchan, Shashi Kapoor, Neetu Singh, Harveen Bobby, Nirupa Roy. Madan Puri, Iftikhar, and Manmohan Krishna. Iftikhar again is a cop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Manmohan Krishna again. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's No, Iftikhar's not the cop. He's uh, one of the gangsters. Oh, yeah. He's the yeah. head gangster in this one. And I think Manmohan Krishna's another one of the gangsters. Yes, they're both gangsters. Yeah. Uh, it is inspired by Ganga Juma and 1957's Mother India. But it has con- a contemporary urban setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've seen Mother India... Um, so clearly the way that it's inspired by Mother India and that it's about the relationship between a mother and her sons. And one goes bad. <laughs> yes. Um, but Ganga Juma, uh, which I might not be saying correctly at all, uh, I'm not as familiar with that film. It's a Dil Kumar film. So we seen it. Um, and it's also about two brothers uh, who find themselves on opposite sides of the law. But from what I understand, it's in a rural area. So maybe that's one to add to our... You know, our list of white whales as we cross Divar off and we have to add more. Do you think I'm the evil brother or my brother's the evil brother? Um, I probably, well, you're the older brother, so you have to be the criminal. Really? Yeah. It's always the older one? That's how it works, yeah. But I live closer to my mother. It's because you make the sacrifices for your younger brother to by doing crimes by doing crimes so that he can go to school that is exactly what we did yeah. in my household too yes yes um so this film cemented Bakchan's angry young man persona uh it didn't originate it as i said as i misspoke on our last episode uh that was angier from 1973 um and again i i have seen <laughs> some reports uh that you know this is the original one even though again it, it is it is not so i can kind of see where that confusion came from um it also cemented the careers of salim khan and javed akhtar the screenwriters who also previously wrote 
Zangir would go on to write Sholay wow. and Don and many, many other films. Mm-hmm. It popularized the use of martial arts sequences in Bollywood. It Fantastic. borrowed from, <laughs> from Hong Kong cinema uh, and tried to kind of replicate the excitement of Kung Fu. Uh, it was a- All leading up to that one fight in a Bachai movie where he's throwing barrels at a guy in a warehouse. <laughs> The Disco 82 one? Oh, yeah. What movie was that? Uh, it's in our Bach John series. I but remember he threw bot Like, there was a bunch of barrels. It was yes. so good. <laughs> yes. Anyway, please continue. Uh, it was a huge critical and commercial success, nominated for nine Filmfare Awards, including Best Actor and Best Supporting Actress, and winning Best Film, Best Director, Best Supporting Actor, and Celine Javad Clean Deck with Best Story, Best Screenplay, and Best Dialogue. Good for them. Uh, You know what? They deserve it. Yeah. The film was hugely influential on Indian society and cinema uh, and on world cinema. It has gone on to be influential in Hong Kong um, and was cited by Danny Boyle as one of the influences for Slumdog Millionaire, specifically the aesthetic and um, kind of style of that film. It also inspired the story of Cain and Abel in the Bible. I don't know if you know about that one. Well, I would say... It I came first, say, and then the Bible's like, that's a pretty good story. Let's let's put that in our book. You, but you might not be wrong, um, because there are elements here that come from the Mahabharata. I'm literally... Oh, yeah, okay. That, that does predate the Bible. You're right. Yeah, so there are elements here that come from the Mahabharata. I was just being funny. And then you undercut me by being correct. <laughs> yeah, you're you're actually not wrong. Now, I I don't know enough about that text to be able to you know discussing a film as big as Divar that is as yeah. rooted culturally um, in kind of um, past Indian storytelling and future like current Indian storytelling. Um, like this is. This is a big one. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, I preface all of this by saying... Uh, we're out of our depth. We are, yeah, we're out, of our, we're out of our depth here. But we're really excited that we were finally able to see this film. So, Like, it's I not like this is a confusing movie. No. It's just something that had a lot of impact and also refers to a lot of stuff that we're slightly aware of. Yeah, and so what was interesting for me is, you know... I was reminded so much of 1930s gangster films while we watched this and then yeah. reading, oh, it's actually. Like Angels with Dirty Faces or. Totally. Yeah. And then reading, actually, these characters resemble figures within the Mahabharata. I was like, oh, I'm totally out of my depth because yeah. uh, aside from, you know, some, some films we've seen, I don't really know that much about the Mahabharata. I'm more familiar with the Ramayana. That was the one I studied in university. So that is to say that I don't I don't know if I can go or if we can go into depth on those connections. But yeah, your joke is actually not wrong. And this idea of kind of... You know, I'm never wrong. You should probably <laughs> keep that in mind. And this idea of kind of brothers, um, I think is, you know, it's, it's ingrained in... Um, in, in storytelling that goes back centuries. Yeah, I, everyone likes the story of two brothers. One is good, <laughs> one is bad. So we were finally able to see this film um, because the India Film Festival of Alberta uh, screened it at their most recent festival. They screened three classic Bakchan films. From those restored ones that were traveling around India, we were very jealous of. Mm-hmm. And now they're doing, uh, I think it's Devanand. Yeah, I think it's Devanand. That's the new oh, one. Oh, in that, India. Yeah, that's the not new the, one. Not here. No, 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 yeah. no. But like, that's the new one. I think that they're touring around. They've done a bunch of his movies, and mm-hmm. yeah, maybe they could come here next. It would be nice. Uh, yeah. So the India Film Festival of Alberta showed Don, Divar, and Sholay. We chose to go see Don and Divar um, because those are the two that are currently unavailable to us. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Sholay is streaming on Amazon Prime. So. It's the 3D one, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, to see this, like, not just to finally see this after kind of, you know, years of being... Like, eight years. ...interested in this film and, you know, studying Bollywood and talking about it on this podcast, but to go see it in theaters on the big screen, it looked incredibly gorgeous. Perfect condition. Um, Don had, like, ten minutes of the sound being screwed up. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was the theater or the print, but this was immaculate. Throughout. Yeah. And the subtitles were, they seem like 
newly written, mm-hmm. uh, and they were great. Like, basically the best way we could possibly watch yeah. this film. I would love, I'd love um, for a disc of this film and and Don, of course. Are you and, listening, Criteria? Winky, and winky. Do you love many money? others? Yeah. Uh, so getting to the plot, um, Europa Roy stars as a mother. Uh, her husband is a labor leader uh, who, you know, is is fighting the good fight uh, for the common man. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is blackmailed into kind of giving up the workers. And as a result of that, um, they don't know that. And as a result of that, he is um, ostracized and finds himself in ruin. He rides the rails like a hobo. Yes. They take this out on his oldest son, uh, Vijay, who will grow up to be Amitabh Bachchan, and they tattoo on his arm, my father is a thief. Yeah. Roy, kind of with, with, with no other prospects, takes her two sons to Mumbai, and they grow up, or at the time Bombay, and they grow up in the slums she yeah. does they literally her best. live under a bridge yeah. they, they're on the footpath yeah. she does her best she becomes a laborer uh and her two her two sons grow up to become amitabh Bachchan. again he's vj and shashi kabor the younger brother who is ravi now vj is always aware of kind of the stain <laughs> the the reputation that his father has left him he need only look at his arm um but ravi is a bit more he's uh, younger yeah he's younger he's a bit more optimistic he hasn't been branded in the same way (laughs) he hasn't been assaulted by a bunch of miners so first vj uh starts working on the docks um kind of like the character that amitabh will play in cooley he's you know transporting um cargo he his number tag uh on the docks is uh is an important number um for islam it's it's a it's an important muslim number 786 i don't really know what that number means um but it does it has it has religious significance and it does protect um bachjan for much of the film you know except Except, you know, he turns dark, so yeah. he, you know, he loses, he loses the favor of, of God, so to speak. Well, they make uh, it, they basically make a deal, him and his mother, that he's going to work mm-hmm. so that Robbie can go to school. Exactly. Um, so to kind of, you know, succeed and prove himself, um, starting with the doc, at the docks, VJ gets progressively involved with the criminal system at first kind of just helps the gangsters out and then gets well first he beats their asses yes <laughs> and then but he's helping a one like he yes he beats their asses and then gets recruited by like the rival group of gangsters and yeah. then rises within the ranks he never quite becomes like the ultimate dawn no there's a whole other uh, movie about that one yeah but there is a bit of like a rivalry between the two criminal organizations. Yeah. And it's like a James Cagney movie. Exactly. Like, he starts off as like a manual laborer or some guy exactly. who falls off a turnip truck yeah. and works his way up, but he never becomes the guy. Yeah. Uh, where Shashi, Kapoor, Ravi, he goes to school and then eventually um, enlists in the police force, um, partly to impress uh, Niju Singh, his girlfriend's father. <laughs> it yeah. seems like a good opportunity to perform. And uh, I didn't think you needed a degree to go to, to be a cop. Okay. Like, it's basically <laughs> yes. like he can't find a job. Yeah, he can't find a so job. So he kind of falls into being a cop. I guess you, yeah, I don't know. That's cool. Well, that's, I mean, that, I that, mean, that, that, that's a big part of it is like the, yeah. the social critique of the film is that like young men, even mm-hmm. educated ones, can't get a straight job. And they can either turn. Which is a theme to, we will see in other Amitabhacha films. Yeah. Yeah. And they turn to crime or they <laughs> turn to the other crime of being a cop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think maybe like if you have a degree. You can get to like a higher rank. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's like the army. Like I don't yeah. think you get straight to officer. But we also don't see him like walking a beat or whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not too sure. I um, may be conflating it in my head with how uh, sports people get to work on the railways. <laughs> uh, I think it's obvious where this is going. Um, eventually, nothing the, bad happens. They're, <laughs> they're just best buddies. The film pits brother against brother, and Robbie has to, um, you know, is assigned to kind of bring in his 
his brother VJ and the wall the in the title Divar is the wall between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh Parvi and Bobby plays Amitabh Bachchan's girlfriend, uh, who he meets at a bar. She also has a great dance number. Uh and and she she gets pregnant. Yeah. Like they have a it, this is kind of a sexy movie at times. Like you yes, see the is. two of them in bed. Yeah. They're not doing anything in bed, but they're in a bed. I think he's just smoking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as we said, like this is, I mean, this is a, this is a big film and, um, trying to do do this discussion justice. There has been plenty written about the impact of this film, about the, the things that have influenced it. I attempted to put together like a short rundown, um, but this is like talking about taxi think, driver or something like yeah. what if a movie was so important that it kind of revitalized the whole industry yeah exactly and is there like i also question like is there anything left to say about a film like this is there anything that we can really add to the conversation what we can add to the conversation is just kind of how us as bollywood fans who have finally seen this film what we think does it hold up does it live up to its reputation especially considering we've seen so many uh, responses to it yeah. and basically remakes like brother v brother is a yeah. pretty common topic in a lot of Bollywood pictures well, nowadays. And, and it would go on to influence a lot of Hong Kong films, and eventually you can you know trace its influence to like John Woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we uh, love John Woo here. Yes, this is a Woo a Woo house. Um, <laughs> I really like this. Um, I think you redefined what I will think of as a woo girl. Here, <laughs> <laughs> a woo girl in that sense. When I not, say I'm a woo not, girl, not in the original sense. You're going to be explaining that a lot if you go to like a <laughs> concert or something. Um, so yeah, this is Young Bachchan in full force. Yeah. He rules. Um, he's not as much of a psycho as Don, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is basically. James Cagney, the guy's always got a heart of gold. You believe it, too. Or something like Bombay Velvet, where someone just wants to be a big shot. Um, Bachchan doesn't want to be a big shot. He literally just wants to provide for his mother. Uh, he buys her a nice big house, and uh, Robbie's like, how, how did this happen? Like, oh, I'm just doing really well on my investments and whatnot. Like, okay. Um, I thought there was maybe a bit too much screwing around with... Um, Shashi at school. I didn't really like... And him and Nitu Singh? Yeah, I didn't really love their relationship. I thought it was fine. Mm. And the movie basically drops it after a while because it knows that the brothers is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was interesting that all this stuff set up with the minors basically doesn't go anywhere. Mm. Um, like, he's he's branded a thief, but I thought maybe, like, the guys who own the, the corrupt mine owners or something would be behind the mob... Something like well, that, but it, it it doesn't really sew itself up. It's like they basically get up and leave, and uh, yeah. you know the dad being gone is an issue, but um, it doesn't. I guess I'm thinking more Man Mohan Desai films, where you would have like a bunch of stuff at the beginning that gets paid off, basically perfectly by the end, where you know the family's okay, reunited. Man Mohan Desai films can also be like all over the place. Yeah, like Mard. <laughs> um, I mean, I think. I think the kind of the the union and labor story at the beginning of the film um, it does pay off in the sense that it ties into then when VJ is on the docks and they're facing um, they're facing injustice and he sticks up um, for the workers. But then he sells them out in a different way. Well, yeah, but like, but he has. I think you know he he doesn't necessarily believe in, you know, the way that his dad went about things. And so instead, you know, he turns to using violence. his fists. He turns yeah. to using violence, but like, that is a pretty values, badass scene too. Yeah. Which, the values, which we saw in Shazada actually, it was kind of a allusion to where you go into a warehouse full of bad guys and then like mm-hmm. lock the door behind you. Like yeah. none of us are getting out of here. I'm going to beat all of your asses. Yeah. But you know, I, I do like, initially he starts out with good intentions mm-hmm. um but you know also like the values that his dad has had are, are poisoned for him yeah you know also i just need to say like i really like when all the like dock workers are having lunch 
um, the way that Amitabh Bachchan has to sit at that table. He's hunched with, over. Like, so hunched over and his legs, like, this man, this man is totally deserving of doing the man, the man spread yeah. on the bus or anywhere. Because he's he just, he's like, a long man. He just has too much length. He, he can't, he needs to spread out because he's just too long. He's also extremely good at brooding and sitting yeah. around smoking cigarettes in the his, commissary. His look in this film was also iconic with like tying up that long black shirt and. Yeah. Having rope. a rope around your neck. Yeah. Or, it's a really, yeah. it's a really striking, striking look. Yeah. Um, so I, I think maybe like things don't necessarily like ping off plot wise in like everything ties up, but everything. It's just what I was expecting, giving a lot of the 70s stuff that we're kind yeah. of used to, like but, it, it would pay off a lot of this stuff, but I was totally fine with not. It was, yeah. it was actually a cool surprise. Like I thought we would have to go back to the village, like off the path mm -hmm. or something. Like, but it, this doesn't have the revenge. Like the revenge is not the part of this. The, yeah. Because like that's not what this. The revenge is against society whereas, that has allowed this to happen. Yeah. Whereas I think a lot of those other films, like revenge, ends up being one of the motivators. Yeah. Whereas this film is not at all about revenge. They they never. I mean, eventually their father does come back, and it's incredibly sad. Yeah, um, but it's not as big of a deal to the overall plot as you think it was going to be. Yeah, I just yeah, because I think like these the the motivations here in the story that, that this is telling is is different. But I do think thematically everything ties together. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's a great movie. I, yeah, I, I'm not saying this is a problem. It's just kind of subverted my expectations based mm. on all these other Amitabh Bachchan movies that I see later. Yeah. Where revenge against the guy that screwed over your dad is basically like your raison d'etre. Yeah, this film is really, it's really raw and it's really played straight. Honestly, one of the films that it reminded me the most of is Perinda. Yeah. Um, just in terms of kind of this really... Older um, brother has to be the bad guy. Yeah, the brother yeah. situation, very similar to Perinda, but also just kind of like the bleakness yeah. of it all and really like really strong night for night cinematography like this movie looks yeah. fantastic um and so cool I think, suits too i think maybe like some of the other celine javed stuff um you know and we'd we'd seen dawn the day before yeah dawn was very fresh um and and shole like there's a sense of there's there's a sense of fun in a lot of those films yeah and this is just really dark but i can see why it resonated so much because it's a very angry film it is mm -hmm. it is upset about the about social injustice and it is upset that men are turning to a life of crime in order to you know try and and provide for their families but but they're stuck you know the way that the system is keeping is keeping these young men down. Is it the, and is and is turning brother against brother? But like yeah. at the end of the film, the film opens with this like medal ceremony uh, where Ravi is being celebrated. But both he's like my mom is actually the best cop of all. Yeah, but both both Shashi Kapoor and Narupa Roy like don't see this as celebratory no, in any way. It's not a victory. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Piazza where Guru Dutt is walking around? He has the song about yes. how, like, young men are falling into crime and stuff. Like, this is as angry as that, yeah. but more in a fun 70s way and less in a depressing 50s mm -hmm. way. Yeah, the, the, the city and um, those in, in positions of privilege exploit, exploit people and how you can't, you can't rise above... Um, your station. Your station, yeah. You know, I, I thought this was going to get more political. That's, mm. I guess that was the thing I was missing because, like, Kalapatar or Mashal is another one mm -hmm. uh, where it implicates the state in this sort of thing. But mm -hmm. you're right. The Dwar is just very um, street level. And uh, essentially, all the bad guys get away with everything, yeah. really. But um, even, like, yeah, because, like, the, po the police system, like, Ravi is not is not ever shown, I think, as being the bad guy. Or, like, there's no, there doesn't really feel to be, like, there's no corruption, corruption yeah. in the police. There's this really interesting scene where Robbie is chasing um, 
like a kid who's stolen some roti, some yeah. bread for his family, um, and he gets shot, and he feels he feels so much remorse uh, that he takes the the roti to the family so that <laughs> they're, they're like, able to eat. Thanks for killing my son. <laughs> yeah, it's a really complicated scene because the the mom of the son. Um, she gets really upset, but then the the father kind of like apologizes and understands that like Robbie's just trying to do his job. And it, it's kind of vignettes too, because in another movie, like he'd go keep going back to that family, mm-hmm. or yeah, like that would come up more. But Robbie's not the main character; mm-hmm. it's all Bachan. Yeah, like Robbie's like a third of the movie, I mm-hmm. would say. Uh, and I mean, I like Shashi Kapoor a lot. We haven't seen too many pictures where he's ever the bad guy. No. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Occasionally he'll get tempted by a bad woman mm-hmm. or like a misunderstood woman. Mm-hmm. But he's always Mr. Goody Two Shoes. <laughs> That's because he's so cute. He is very cute. So and Chan, maybe it's his physicality that people thought like, you know, he can be a romantic hero, but wouldn't it also be fun if he was a badass? <laughs> they are they are a very good team. I I do love them on screen together. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, this is like this is obviously like a defining Bachchan performance. He's mm-hmm. really like he's very raw in it, um, and kind of electrifying, you know. Yeah. And and it just like it looks it also looks exhausting. Yeah. Um, he's jumping a lot. Yeah, yeah. I but yeah, I was surprised by the tone of this film, and I. And maybe I shouldn't have been just because of all the things I've read about it over the years. But like, sure, but like compared to other Yash Chopra films, like those get a lot more explicitly political. And that's that's what I was assuming would happen, but I was pleasantly surprised. And maybe I was thinking, like, just compared to other Salim Javed films that just get a lot more kind of there's a lot more of that masala, right? So Salim Javed, like, that's kind of what they're known for. But I appreciated that this didn't have like a guy who some thief or something like a uh in a in the in the good version of this it would be a johnny walker type character right. in the bad version it'd be a johnny lever type character right. just some sidekick guy who helps him out in a scrape and just kind of is around mm-hmm. um there's a book we're going to be reading soon that kind of talks about the way in which the hero's whole community is often a big part of the picture and why some indian audiences don't actually like films where a main character is kind of isolated. Mm -hmm. And I think it is that kind of like almost a collectivist view of like, how did this person get to this point? What's their family like? Where did they grow up? Mm -hmm. Um, And Dior is kind of refreshingly not having that. Mm -hmm. In fact, yeah, they moved, they've literally moved away from where like their land. Yeah. So they're transplants the whole time and never really feel at home. Yeah. Which I think is a, you know, that's a theme that we've certainly seen in, in films before. I, I'm thinking of like Dobika Zaman well, yeah, where it, they go to the city and everything's terrible. It almost feels a lot more fifties yeah. in the social justice sense. And also the lack of consequences for um, big men in the world. Yeah. It's usually small stories about some guy who maybe gets away with something. Mm-hmm. Whereas the seventies would go on to be like Amitabha Chan, shoots his whole cabinet when he becomes the prime minister or whatever yeah. in Kalab. like uh it's it, yeah we, we saw it at an interesting time because we're so used to later stuff by him mm-hmm. and i was expecting that whereas this is much closer to um raj kapoor guru Dutt, those sort of films mm-hmm. yeah i i really liked it I, and i'd like to see it again if, if that was a possibility um, I want to talk a bit about, for a second about Parveen Bobby's character. I think it really surprised me um, just that it's very clear that the relationship between her and Amitabh Bachchan's character are it's like sexual, it's physical, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know she she becomes pregnant, and you know like there's a fatalistic quality to this film, which is part of why it reminded me of 1930s gangster films. Like, we've never seen a woman get pregnant before getting married in a 30s Hollywood gangster film. No. Because of the Hayes Code. No. But, you know, like, characters who, uh, you know, are are criminal or, you know, immoral, like, they are going to be punished. Yeah, they're doomed. Um, 
but I did feel like there was such empathy for Parveen Bobby, you know, like it's like one of the most emotional kind of scenes for me in this film. And maybe because I'm a woman is just kind of when she and Amitabh Bachchan are kind of getting excited about like this new life that they're going to plan and they're going to have a baby and Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, things don't go well. And I, I was really, I really appreciated that. Um, yeah, that she's not shown to be like a loose or a moral woman in any way. Um, even though like, obviously the film has to punish her. Yeah. The film has to punish her. The film has to punish BJ. Like, it's not really a Helen type role where like a hot lady shows up for a bit and then is murdered or like leaves. You know? No, it's really like it's. I found it really empathetic. Yeah, probably and, a big and influence. And is great, of course. She looks amazing. Like probably a big influence on Anushka Sharma's character in uh, Bombay Velvet. Hmm. That this seems to have a lot more in common with Bombay Velvet than like. <laughs> I feel like this is what he was getting at. Well, but also Bombay Velvet, like, is... Explicitly a 30s gangster picture. Yeah, like, it's referencing the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, but I I feel like... Not the time period, the film, the the gangster film, the Roaring Twenties. I feel like the characters in that are closer to this than they are to Don, for instance, or Mm -hmm. other pictures where Domitop's a villain, Mm -hmm. or a perceived villain who, you know, by no fault of his own, has been pushed into crime, (laughs) like he so often is. But yeah, I, I'd be curious to watch Bombay Velvet again after this. I mean, it's a lot better than people would have you believe. Mm-hmm. You know this, but some of our listeners don't. The comparison to Taxi Driver is also interesting, just because again, like, there's a really like fatalistic mm-hmm. quality to this. Very it's Schraderistic, urban. Calvinistic. <laughs> I don't know if it's quite. You're screwed forever. I'm born under a bad sign. I don't know if it's quite as nihilistic as as Schrader, and certainly um, the the family and kind of the the mother figure within this, like that's yeah. not Schrader at all. But no, that's cool. Um, <laughs> but that, but it's that's I mean, Italian. It's, but it's Mother India. Yeah, you know? that's like, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I I'm really glad we finally caught up with this, and you know I'm I'm well aware that I'm you know. There's nothing we can really add to the conversation about this film, but I hope. No, it's really good though. I if you haven't seen it, you should, perspective. If you haven't seen it, I recommend checking around. Yeah. Uh, you probably have though. Yeah. It's a good, good picture. Uh, and now, hopefully, we'll be able to catch up with Sanjir and many of these other films that continue to elude us. But mm-hmm. we are always looking to fill those gaps. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt. Criterion. <laughs> that... They did like 15 of these Bachana pictures. Would be pretty cool if you put them on Blu-ray. Think of all the money you would make. There's a billion potential people out there who'd want it. $60? That's $60 billion. Well, and also, I mean, this is a conversation for another time, but like nothing, like India's really stopped putting things out on discs. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Anyway. You're just asking for piracy. <sighs> okay. That brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, now, our schedule for next month is a little up in the air. We have some like in the Ash Chopra picture. We are heading to Europe to do a dance scene. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, we uh, we have some some travel coming up in our personal lives uh, over the next month that uh, is just kind of going to make our schedule uh, a bit hectic. Uh, but we are moving into October, so look out for you know our annual tradition of Hindi Horror Halloween. Uh, but we're not quite sure. It might be three weeks before you hear from us again. But we'll have a fun, but, yeah, a fun little bonus thing in the interim. So yeah, there's keep an eye out for that. Uh, in the meantime, Matt, how can people keep the show? At Bollywood Pod, at Matt underscore B O W E S. Uh, I'm on Blue Sky now. I don't have that memorized, but... Uh, You're on Blue Sky? Yeah, I got a Blue I Sky. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I'll give you an invite when I get one. Yeah. Uh, so far, it's not very interesting. Okay. Uh, but you're at Aaron E. Fraser, uh, facebook.com slash Another place I don't go. 
Yeah. Um, and Tumblr.com says follow yourself. You do go to um, Apple and other places where you can download podcasts. And yeah. while you're there, you can leave us a, a star rating and a review. Uh, we haven't had a review in a while. It'd be we nice. Miss, we miss <laughs> um, finding out from people. You can you can get some devil points. Uh, and you can also download my other show that I do with Paul Matwichak called Trash Art in the Movies. Uh, I talk a bit more about Divar and Dawn in one of our recent episodes. And yeah. And we your, wanna... your next episode is Bottoms versus Fight Club. Uh, that's one we're working on, yeah. 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 Great pairing. <laughs> thank you. That was my idea. Uh, and we want to thank Becca Dolphy for our artwork. Yeah. If Tuffy existed in the Divar universe, maybe he would help Bachan, like... At the very end, there would be no crime because everyone would love Tuffy too. Or at least he'd like get a doctor involved. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay.